Help defend the church by becoming a supporter of Family Life International. Your contributions enable us to continue our work to promote the faith, defend the family and promote the sanctity of life. Make a real difference today. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk slash donate. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. There was one of the Pharisees called Nicodemus, a leading Jew, who came to Jesus by night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who comes from God, for no one could perform the signs that you do unless God were with him. Jesus answered, I tell you most solemnly, Unless a man is born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said, How can a grown man be born? Can he go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus replied, I tell you most solemnly, Unless a man is born through water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. What is born of the flesh is flesh. What is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not be surprised when I say you must be born from above. The wind blows wherever it pleases, you hear its sound. But you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. That is how it is with all who are born of the Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Our Lord according to St. John's Gospel, had gone up to Jerusalem, and there he cleansed the temple. This was the first cleansing of the temple. He cleansed it twice. That is, he cast out the, the um, traders from the temple precinct on two occasions. At the very beginning of his ministry, and this is the one St. John records, and at the end, which the other three evangelists record. When he did it the first time, the authorities came to him and said, what sign will you give for what you have done? We have given a permission for the sale of animals in the temple precinct. What sign will you give to show that this is wrong? And our Lord referred to his passion. He said that, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it. And they said, it's taken 46 years to build this temple. Are you going to raise it in three days? And St. John explicitly tells us that he was referring to his body. St. John then skips over the signs and miracles that our Lord worked um, in Jerusalem. Uh, but nonetheless, they are mentioned um, generically. And it is through these signs and miracles, but above all through his teaching, that some of the Jews came to believe in him. And even among the rulers, among the Sahendrin, the 72 judges in Israel, there were believers in him. And one of these is Nicodemus, who comes to our Lord by night. Because of his social position, he was a judge, he was a member of the Sahendrin, a member of the council, he was an important man. He couldn't permit himself to be compromised by associating with someone who was not yet 
recognized by the authorities. And so he comes by night to protect his reputation. Yet his faith is what um, uh, makes him acceptable to God, though his, though his courage is, is lacking. But that will come after the crucifixion of our Lord, when he would go um, with Joseph to Pilate and ask for the body of our Lord. So he comes by night, and he's a very cautious man again. After all, he is a judge, and he doesn't want to commit himself, yet at the same time he wants information. Rabbi, teacher, we know, and here we see how he hides behind the common we. Who are the we? He's by himself. We know. He should have said, I know. But no, he's seeking for certainty. And it is the sincerity of his heart that makes him uh, acceptable, as indeed for all of us. If we approach God with sincerity, God will give us the light. We know you are a teacher who comes from God. Well, that alone commits him, because if we know you're a teacher who comes from God, then we should follow you. And he gives a reason. For no one could perform the signs you do unless God were with him. So he is making an affirmation that there are signs, that these could only be worked by God, and therefore the teaching of our Lord is valid. But he does not want to commit himself personally. But our Lord doesn't have time for semantics and gets to the heart of the matter. Nicodemus is sincere. He is sincerely looking for the truth, for the light, and therefore our Lord gives it to him immediately. I tell you most solemnly, North, unless a man is born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. How does that answer Nicodemus's? Um, proposition because Jesus answered Nicodemus is looking for life he is looking for the kingdom of God he is nonetheless caught in the Jewish um, imagination that the kingdom of God is going to be an earthly Israel that will in fact rule the nations rather than a spiritual kingdom and so our Lord immediately goes to show that this is a spiritual kingdom which comes from above and that you cannot enter this kingdom without being born from above. Nicodemus is a practical man and asks the question, how can a grown man be born? He understands what our Lord says in a fleshy way, an earthly way. He asks a further question, can he go back into his mother's womb to be born again? So Nicodemus has understood birth literally. And our Lord accepts that. Nicodemus has understood him correctly. But the manner is what has been hidden from Nicodemus, and this is what our Lord is going to expound on. So the birth from above is as real as the birth from below, according to the flesh, the birth that we have from our mother's womb. This new birth that our Lord speaks of is as literal as that. And so the Lord responds, I tell you solemnly, unless a man is born from a, through water and the Spirit, 
he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So again, with an oath, and he goes through, he uses the same words, unless a man is born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He repeats it by saying, unless a man is born through water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So we see that to be born from above, the, this is what needs to be done, but the manner in which it is done is through water and the spirit. And to see is the same as to enter, as to possess, as to live in. And he goes on to explain the difference between the two. For what is born of flesh is flesh, what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be surprised when I say you must be born from above. What has our Lord done in, in these few words? Well, several things. First of all, he has spoken, he's revealed to us the Blessed Trinity. He has spoken of the kingdom of God. He has spoken of the Spirit. And of course, he himself is the Son. He has spoken also of the Incarnation. He will go on to speak of other mysteries of our faith. But for the moment, it is just the beginning. He has spoken of baptism, and in particular, of water and the Spirit. So there are two things. The action of the Spirit is through the medium of water. And in fact, there are only two sacraments to, for which our Lord has given us the exact, not only the form, the, the, the words to be used, but also the matter that must be used. And that is baptism, the gateway to all the sacraments, and the Eucharist, which is the summit of all the sacraments. So for baptism to be valid, there must be water, and there must be the form of words, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, which we get at the end of his ministry, um, when he, when he um, is ascended into heaven, baptize them, the nations, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And the Eucharist, where he specifically uses bread and wine, and he gives us the words, this is my body, this is the chalice of my blood. And so he gives us matter and form for the two most important sacraments. The other five sacraments, he gives us merely the matter. The church is left free to choose the form, that is, the words by which the sacraments are confected. So then the Lord goes on to speak of the Spirit. The wind, the wind blows where it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell from where it comes or where it is going. That is how it is with the Spirit. And so the Spirit is not just a, and some power, but it, act, it is a person, the third person of the Blessed Trinity, who will be moving believers um, as he wills, as he chooses. And it is up to each one who is approached by the Spirit to believe or not to believe. Our Lord preached, and the, member, the Jews heard him. Some believed and some did not. Some believed and fell away. Some did not believe and yet came to believe. This is the action of the Spirit. But for us to, to capture the wind in the sail, we must have the sincerity of heart because it's only with sincerity of heart that the Holy Spirit is able to blow us where he wills, which is into the kingdom of God.
In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. This MP3 recording has been made available by Family Life International. Help us to make many more available in order to promote our Catholic faith. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk and donate today. Thank you.